You're listening to episode 36 of Fresh Floppies. Yes, right now. What's up to our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the Geek Nation? You're tuning in to Fresh Floppies. You know that because Noel just told you that. Um, we're here to discuss the freshest of floppies. What's a floppy, Noel? Um, oh, you mean the book? The com- yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not I, the- I mean, there's so many things that are floppy. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't say flaxen. Craft. I didn't say... Uh, where, why did your mind go there? I'm talking about, like, cheese oh. slices. Oh, my... <laughs> Flash cheese, cheese slices. Noodles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so comic books. Yeah. Uh, weekly, weekly, monthly periodicals that are one chapter of an ongoing story that we enjoy that are called comic books. Yeah. Uh, we're going to spoiler-free review a bunch of stuff that came out today, December 27th, yes. Year of Our Lord 2023, the last week of, of 2023. 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Timeless came out. Which is a now annual... Did it come out today? Yes. And that makes our conversation about it quite timely. Ah, Ah, I hate it. That was Uh, the worst. The future of the Marvel Universe revealed. Again, Timeless is something that they do once a year. It's a one-shot that comes out. It's like a thicky boy. It's like three issues in one. Uh, It's it's a big story that kicks off... the third year for it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No numbers. It kicks off the year. It's number one. But it's not... Just call it a one-shot, man. I get so many customers who are like, hey, uh, where's issue two of that thing? And we have to look it up, and we're like, it's a one-shot. Put the year, though. How about that? Yeah, Timeless timeless 2023. 2023. Perfect. Nailed it. Hmm. Uh, Or 2024, since that's what it's leading into. I don't know. Um, And this is the future of, this is literally the future Mm -hmm. of the Marvel Universe. Well, all future. And we've got Luke Cage. uh, Who's it written by? Who's the the creative team? Oh, right. It's Kelly and Lansing. Uh, writers Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly with art by Juan, Juan Cabal, Cabal, who um, I actually really like Juan Cabal. He uh, he did Guardians with Al Ewing. It reminds me a little bit of Dodderman. There's a little bit of Dodderman. A little bit of Dodderman. There's, uh, there's a couple of flashback sequences that are like, there's a little bit of Javier Rodriguez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. mean from the History of the Marvel yeah, Universe. Yeah. yeah, the History of the Marvel Universe <laughs> written by Mark Wade. It's available in Treasury as well as um, a paperback edition with multiple covers. <laughs> Everyone should get it. Uh, so we're not going to spoil this, but uh, you give them the, give them the, the elevator pitch. Um, we are an indeterminate amount of time into the future of the Marvel Universe. Uh, Luke Cage is old man, old man Luke Cage, mm-hmm. just so happens to also be imbued with the power of all the living weapons, yeah. including the Hulk at this point. We don't know how, we don't know why. And he is stopping people uh, from sacrificing themselves to the moon. And we learn that Khonshu has uh, finally, like, I don't know, final form Khonshu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the immortal um, the immortal moon knights are convincing people to sacrifice themselves, yeah. off themselves for energy so Khonshu uh, can go full celestial. And Luke Cage's uh, last-ditch effort to stop him. Now... What's kind of cool about this, and, and like, hey, why does this matter for the rest of the line of comics? One, I don't really know, but also in the context <laughs> of the story, there are times when Luke Cage, because he's so, like, I guess, in tune with so many mystical things, yeah. feels timeline shifting, and then you start to see almost like a shattered version of, of teases of stories to come. Yes. So it's one part solid one-shot narrative mm-hmm. of... 
Luke Cage fighting Iron or uh, Moon Knight, who may not be who you think he is. Yeah. They are. Who may not be who you think they are. Could be she. Don't know. Could be they. Could be could be um, alien. Who knows? Yep. Um, and could be a bunch of uh, squirrels it, it could in be a, a trench coat. It could be a swarm of bees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's an actual a, character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hive. No. Swarm. Swarm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, but no spoilers. Um, uh, yeah, and you get you get these like really cool shatters or hints, and the way that it ends feels like, oh, well, maybe this isn't just a one-shot story. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. see these characters again. Yeah. And you know what? I kind of liked these versions. This version of the character, I think he's kind of cool. Old yeah, Man Luke is cool. Is cool. I, I mean, Luke himself is pretty cool. Yeah. Old Man Luke is cooler. Yeah. Uh, the one problem I had is that we don't see a certain character that he uh, knows that we, I was surprised. They tell you he talks about them. D- does he? Yeah. Oh, great! I missed it. I'm a, I'm a dummy. It's great. it's it's quick stuff. There's a lot of backstory. Yeah. No, doesn't talk about that at That's all. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. Maybe there's more story to tell. Uh, I hope so. A timeless yeah. story to tell that will timely come out timely. Um, so we were talking off mic. We were talking about this, this is the third timeless story. Yeah. Um, and it was like, hey, they tease a bunch of stuff that never happens or nothing happens. Last year's timeless was written by Jed McKay, and just the last six months, they've been introducing a lot of those things teased in his Avengers run. Okay. So if you're not reading Avengers, it's really fun. Everyone should read it. Uh, what did you think of this art? The arc. The art. Oh, the art. Uh, yeah, the daughter Minlight. Uh, I think it's fine. Uh, it does not make me um, excited. You know, I think it's very by the numbers sort of um, house style kind of work, right? It's just you sit at your desk and you pump out the book. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't see fine. any any splash pages or anything where I go. Oh, I got to take a picture of that. Like with Daniel Warren Johnson, for instance. Oh well, no. That's yeah. I mean, that's um, that's like the difference between a. a portion a really good volvo this is like, a guy uh, whose name i i don't usually usually remember mm. but he shows up and i go all oh, right that guy juan cabal is up there with like um uh for me like with martin cocoli cocolo or um just like the guys that are are just putting in solid work yeah. on random issues of something like mm-hmm. when nick klein is between arcs oh, yeah. you'll see juan cabal do a fill-in issue yeah. and it doesn't mess with the momentum of the book it's just kind of solid and like this this is one of those artists that's probably like one crackerjack title away from being like a stormbreaker what do they call it stormbreakers yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, that's it um did you notice that in the splash page this here Mm -hmm. with dario agar oh is that who that is yeah from thor yeah so um from the mighty thor i don't feel super bad about this spoiler because it's like four issues ago in Thor. Oh, okay. Um, Dario Agar, uh, the Roxxon Corporation, like the weird centaur monster. Yeah. In the Thor book, which everyone should read because it's kind of fun. The Immortal Thor. Immortal Thor. Um, purchases the rights of Thor in comics to own the stories and how the, like, he, he wants to own the myth of Thor and thus taking away his, like, kind of power what yeah it's wild so he actually bought journey into mystery number four blah, blah, and that's and, why he's reading yeah think about it's it's like if if disney purchased up all of marvel it's yeah. the rocks Corporation is purchasing all of the stories of some of these characters that's pretty f- interesting yeah. that's so cool. like one of the splash pages is him holding like a fictional character holding a comic book that came out i was wondering what that yeah. was yeah it's, that's, that's cool. a cool book too you should yeah 
catch up on that. But yeah, this was a great this is a great yeah, one shot. I'd say fresh enough. Yeah. It's like it sometimes <clears throat> one shots are aggressively poor. Mid. This is fun. Yeah. 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 Duke, number one, which is part of the, I almost said Massiverse, the Energon universe, mm-hmm. which is a shared universe from Image Comics that pieces together um, Transformers, G.I. Joe, as well as Robert Kirkman's series Void Rivals. And this is the first issue of the G.I. Joe adjacent series. Yeah, it seems as though it's not called G.I. Joe. They're just Duke. building it, maybe. Yeah. So it's Duke and then Cobra Commander. In two weeks, Cobra yeah. Commander comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but this isn't the first time we met Duke in this universe. Nope. If you recall, the uh, I almost did, I almost got into uh, the, the <laughs> last time. The, I'm sorry, the reindeer, the most famous reindeer of all. Um, Rudolph. Yeah, because we just watched that with my son for the first time. Anyway, how do you like it? If you recall, no, no, I wanted, I want, let's stay on this. Thread. Oh, he did. He ignored it. He, didn't he ignored it. Yeah, oh. he didn't care. I spent seven ninety nine for that movie, and he did not care. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you recall, Duke was in Transformers. Yep. Yep. And uh, so this is actually dealing directly with the fallout from his interaction with a Transformer in Transformers number two or three, I think two, and uh, what it has done to him. This was awesome. I'm just shaking my head. Yes, I yeah. loved this. What did you think? Oh, um, Joshua Williamson, Tom Riley, one of my new favorite artists, Tom Riley. Uh, well, that's that's what I thought of it. So Joshua Williamson, I'm usually hit or miss, but he's 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 typically at, at best he's typically very solid. Yeah. Um, but his words are nothing. Tom Riley owns this book. Yeah. Tom Riley is this book. Tom Riley, I think he can't do anything wrong. He's he's like killing this it. book is so good. the the aesthetic of this book is not the same aesthetic as uh, GI Joe Real American Hero. No, right? no. But it still feels like it belongs there. Like there is a pastiche. There's like a 1960s pastiche kind of feel to it, but mm-hmm. still very modern. Yep. His layouts are rad. The acting I really really like. Like seeing Conrad Hauser, <laughs> aka Duke, go from the first page splash to mm-hmm. him with like long hair and kind of grody yeah looks the same but different like there's there's really good characterization in this book and yeah, i man. really really dug it a lot this was awesome awesome uh, awesome, yeah. awesome and i love the way it's setting up the whole universe we've got um not aim what are they called mars mars the mars corporation which eventually will introduce uh, destro of course as we all know him. we kind of see him it's just Th- yeah um and him going to a meeting about um, aliens. Aliens and uh, what are they called? UFOs? Conspiracy theories oh, yeah, and what yeah. have you. Because even though the gi- we saw the giant thing happen with, um, was it Jetstorm or? Jetstorm or Starscream. Starscream, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we saw it happen. The world doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Somehow they're hiding the fact that there's giant robots. Yeah. Uh, and so everyone thinks that he's nuts. Yeah. And um, the the there are some classic character names you'll see in here but mm-hmm. the roles that they play aren't necessarily ally at first i th- this was fun yeah this was a this was a really fun like year one it's duke year one my dude oh it is yeah it yeah. is yeah. this is really fun i liked it uh, i liked it more than i thought this it was fresh af yeah me. this was fresh this was, i love this book and then we got a couple of intros for some new guys yeah mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm happy and and it seems as though how they're structuring this is really fun too. You got a five issue mini of Duke, a five issue mini of Cobra Commander, and hopefully at the end of it, it'll just coalesce into a GI Joe book. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, I liked this a lot. Um, I think we should talk about what's happening uh, uh, in the in the light of the dawn of DC. Yes, cresting over the mountains in that light. Uh huh. 
Titans. Yeah. The Titans corner of the DC. The Titans corner of the DC universe. The Tom Taylor corner of the DC yeah, universe. Yeah, man. Um, which one do you want to talk about first? Titans? Well, you know what? Let's do Beast World first because when I was reading Titans, it said takes place after the events of Titans. That's true. Beast World, Beast three. World 3 goes first. In case you haven't read them yet, uh, on, on your stack, it goes Titans, Beast World number three, and then you can read Titans number six. Uh, this um, is written by Tom Taylor with art by Lucas Meyer. Uh, Hang on. It's, it's fine. It's great. It's great. It's, it's great. It's good art. It's just yeah, not Yvonne so, Reese. So I got, before I read this, oh. I got a text from JD. Uh, <laughs> issue, that's how I read it. Yeah, that's how I <laughs> typed it. Issue three is not drawn by Yvonne Reese. And I was like, oh no. So I picked it up right away. And I was, I flipped through it and objectively I was like, it's actually pretty slick it's, art. It's, it's, it's very good. It looks great. But <laughs> it's, it's not, not like, Yvonne Reese. It's not like they got just like stable guy. Yeah. Uh, even though I've never really heard, I've never heard of Lucas I Meyer. I don't know who this is. This no. is this is strong. Yeah. I, I like it. Didn't feel like a skidding breaks. No, not at all. Uh, of, a, of the story. So I was I was actually okay with it. You know what would have really would have happened if you hadn't texted me that? I'd get five pages in and be like, this doesn't really look like yeah, it, but on. it doesn't. I mean, it's fine. Like I, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have stopped me. Mm-hmm. Whereas other switch ups of artists, I would open the first page and be like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> why, why have you done this to me?" And then I would throw it across the room, and it wouldn't have been enough. So I would also set it on fire. Uh, what did you think of the issue, though? Uh, I thought the issue was solid. Yeah. Um, I am not super in love with this event. Oh no, I'm enjoying it's, it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. But I'm not sure why it's not just an arc of Titans yet. Oh, sure. It's not the even though they're telling me the stakes are huge and all this stuff is happening across yeah. the world, I still only really care about Gar mm-hmm. Field uh, for Beast Boy and it's a Titans book. Like it really does just feel like the next issue of Titans. It doesn't feel like an event. So mm-hmm. I'm So I think the dissonance with me is that. Like mm. is this an event? It's right. just a it's just a mini. It's just a Titan miniseries. Yeah. Or it's the next arc of Titans, and reading the we're gonna talk about it next. Reading the next issue of Titans, almost felt like filler, because this is the next issue of Titans. Oh, I don't. I guess it's um, good, but it's just also. You don't think it's big enough? The the event. Yeah. Doesn't feel it. Okay. Doesn't feel it, and maybe to me it feels it feels bigger. This feels bigger to me than Night Terrors did. Yes, it feels bigger than Night Terrors, but it doesn't feel bigger than Dark Crisis. Oh no, no. So this would I don't be think like every a, event has to be a crisis. I think they all have to. No, 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 no <laughs> not a crisis, but it still has to feel like insurmountable and as large as the world. And yeah. in this, it just feels like they're telling me that, mm-hmm. and I don't really like feel it across other books. Gotcha. I don't disagree with you, but it's some, not something that uh, occurred to me. I was too busy going, oh, man, this is way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, because I saw this coming and I went, I like Tom Taylor, but I don't care about these these events that DC's been doing lately. I didn't care about Dark Crisis once it was over. I didn't care about Night Terrors. Uh, and I was like, oh, Beast World, great. A, a Beast Boy uh, event. I don't care. I like the Titans. I love the Teen Titans. Yeah. They're, they're my dudes. Gar is not one of them. I, I never am like, oh, oh my God, you. I wonder what's going to happen to Gar. You know, um, so the fact that it was a Beast Boy event wasn't excited. I am all in. I'm really enjoying it. Now, I have not read the ancillary one shots. Like I read one of them. World Tour Metropolis, etc. I read one of them. It was I read two of them. It was enough for me. Yeah, I didn't. Even, um, I don't care enough. So I, I think my 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 problem is coming from I've been, I've been reading Titans since Jump, mm-hmm. and then Titans the the book set up 
the big bad that kicks this off. Mm-hmm. So it just they see they seamlessly rolled into each other. Yeah, the Necro Star from yeah. the like it was all a Titans thing, and then it just rolled into this, and this is the same consistent tone. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like more Titans, and yeah. I like I'm loving it. But yeah, even even um, I'm trying to think of like a, a a current or a recent comparison. Even Devil's Reign, even though as small as that event was, still felt more like an event than this does. Really? Yeah. Oh. I think it's just, um, I don't know what it is. Okay. I don't know what's doing it to me. It, like, um, and, I, and I don't know what the solution is. Like, you do, you do it one way where it's like we're going to stop all the books and just like. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, hang on. If you do it that way, I'm not happy. This way where it's like minimal footprint. Yeah. Still doesn't feel like very big. I, I don't know. Oh. Like, I it doesn't bother me. I'm in. It doesn't like it. bother me. It just doesn't feel like an event. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I am enjoying it as as a Titan story. I'm just I'm glad that the Titans have a good book currently. Oh yeah. And uh, this has been forever. a bucket of fun. And I like what Tom Taylor is doing with Gar and the how we got to the point that we're at here mm-hmm. with Beast World. Very now, clever. Now, what I think is a super super amazing about this um, is in Titans they set up that when Gar. Mm-hmm. Goes big and small. It does affect him no matter what. He could be a swarm of bees. When those bees get hurt, it he hurts. Feels it, yeah. I that still lives in my hen rent free. So every time one of these little staro spores gets killed, yep. I'm like, "What's going up? What's happening yo. to Garth or Gar? Yeah, G- yeah that I pisses me that. off. Yeah, yeah. Garth, Garth and Gar. Yeah, uh, Beast Boy. What's yeah. going to happen to Beast Boy? That's staying in my head. And I I love, I love the fact that Tom Taylor did that, and I hate him for it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. An interesting uh, element to bring to the character, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we? Do you want to talk about Titans as well? Yeah, let's talk about Titans, Titans number six. Yeah, this was um, so the rev- spoilers for three issues ago. The reveal of this Necro Star, this big like evil Starro. What's his name? Uh, Brother Eternity. Yeah, Who Brother used to Eternity. Be Brother Blood. Now he's Brother Eternity. You find out he's Tamarin, uh, and then it becomes kind Tamaranian. of like. Tamaranian. Tamaranian. Yeah, he is, he Tamaran, is of Starfire's lineage. Tamaran is the planet. Tamaran, Tamaranian yeah, is, yeah, Tamaranian Tamaran. is a person. Um, so it just becomes like a uh, Starfire side story, one shot yeah. that kind of uh, bleeds in. Which um, I think is even I was, cooler because I th- you think it's a um, Beast Boy event, and now it's it's also a Starfire event, yeah. right? And they do something at the end of this issue that I'm like, no. Oh, You're going to flip and see what it flip. is? I'll show, like, I, and and not in like a, uh, don't do that kind of way. In like a, wait, what? Uh oh. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a, a, and and that it didn't happen in the main book. This has a. Yeah. This no 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 that's not a, necessarily a negative thing. Well, I mean I think um, it agrees with what you were saying earlier about the. It does. It, yeah. it just like it's they're the same book. It's yeah. just like also shots. um there's did you notice there's a thing happening in, uh Beast World three. And Titans six, boy. and they seem to not uh, match each other because her outfit. She's having it, uh, having it out with Black Adam, and Black Adam runs away. Oh, it, it, and then in Titan six, which happens afterwards, she's still fighting Black Adam, and then other people have to show up to fight Black Adam. Oh, I think it's uh, but so this is weird. Yes and no. So linearly doesn't work if. If the events of if the scene we see in Titans actually happens before, and then after the scene we see where he runs off in Beast World, it kind of works mm. because they do go help her. Okay. And then we see in Beast World he runs off, 
Yeah. And then in Titans, just the next scene is her getting back to the tower. Gotcha. It's like in between, I guess. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a little goofy. Yeah. Go. Go. Well, do you go? You're enjoying oh, wait. it though. You oh, like, like it. oh no, it's fresh. It's like, fresh. These are. We just spent five minutes. Minor griping. Yes. This is a good book. This I, is fun yeah. comics. Agreed. Yeah. You know what else is fun comics? I think uh, you're going to say Sensational She-Hulk because it's one of the best ongoing comics that Marvel is putting out right it now. It really is. Uh, however, as I'm reading this, uh, She-Hulk Sensational number three by uh, Rainbow Rowell and Andre Genolet. Genolet. While it's Gino delightful, Lett. and I read three issues straight through. Like water. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I I was thinking of the gentleman who was a retailer and he was upset about modern comics. Yeah. Um, and a lot of folks who I think they think this is a bad book because there isn't enough punching in it. Mm. But and there isn't a lot of punching in it. No. But I am laughing out loud several times. I am engaged and. um uh, enamored with the the character beats that are happening, mm-hmm. I think it's really well crafted and really well done. This is not a punch 'em up comic book, and I think many people might think that a She Hulk book should be. I think a lot of uh, yes, um, but I think those people, the people that think that this should be a solid punch 'em up comic, mm-hmm. have never read She Hulk long term, right? Uh, because it's always been a little bit more of a relationship drama mm-hmm. and. Uh, slight legal drama but yep. more of a comedic off-center book yeah it's always been a like yeah. even when john byrne was doing it with oh for sure high especially level, when he was the high it. level of cheesecake and punch em ups there was mm-hmm. also a lot of, there's a subversive energy to this book that should always be there yeah and this is the same thing also those people may not either claim or be aware of the history of comics and how they started as fucking romance books yeah. and cowboy books and comedy books. Mm-hmm. This is not a superhero book, but mm-hmm. it just features superheroes. But all, all of the interesting stuff, I had to skip because, oh, okay. Uh-oh. I also have to talk about I hate that they stopped with issue 15. Yeah. And then just renumbered it with a number one. Yeah. And it is... It is number 16, 17, and 18. These are the yeah. issues we're reading, but they're calling them one, two, and three. That drives me absolutely nuts. Uh, and they even tell us why. In the back of issue one, they go, we wanted to get this book into more hands, and the fact is more people buy a number one than they buy a number 16. Mm-hmm. I get it. But at least make a reason for it. At least have it feel like a number one, not a number 16. Like There this. was a... Uh, I'll... I'll Defend it a little bit because at the end of uh, the end of the last run, just She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, there was a pretty good, big bad and triumphant moment, mm-hmm. and it did feel kind of like a, I could ramp off. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of this, they recapped it, and you could ramp on. So at least it didn't. It wasn't wholly jar- jarring or inorganic. It was mm-hmm. just. But yes. It, and and she's dealing with the same characters. She's dealing that with the she same, was, but the, but they're from the first arc of the first series. The way that they're introduced in issue three is the same way that randos are introduced in any superhero comic. Mm. 
Because they do give you like the little names and the little this. And yeah. hey, that time that you like. Oh, I mean, it's everything still, is it's explained. Still is good. Yeah, everything explains. I'm just saying the way you don't think Titans uh, Beast World feels mm-hmm. like an event, this doesn't feel like issues one, two, and three of a series. It feels like 16, 17, 18. Um, I just wish there had. They Wait. introduced a brand new plot Maybe. and not are just rehashing oh, the I, stuff. So I, I also do. Or not re- I'm sorry, not rehashing. Um, it's, a, it's a new continuing. plot. It's just the continuation. Yeah. Um, What's the new plot? I mean, they they um the all of the <laughs> the Fox stuff is completely taken care of. The 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 she was uh, be, becoming attracted to this 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 uh, right the other guy the thief like, that the thief, all the French thief. was wrapped up. That was a nice little yeah. plot on, and you just enter this this book with. She's working at Mallory Books Law Firm. It's not, mm. it's not impenetrable. It's not also it like, I, I hear your gripe. Yeah. But I have a feeling. It's a gripe, not unlike the one that I had for Titans. It's a gripe specifically for people that know enough like us. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. If you had somebody come to me like, I really want to start She-Hulk. You can give them these one, two, and three, and if they like it, yeah. because the tone I do think is incredibly accessible. Oh yeah! If they it's like delightful. it, then you also walk over to your shelf where you have three copies of Just Jen, which yeah. is the first volume, and yeah. we go from there. Like, see, I would start them with Just Jen. I'd be like, you can jump in here, but I'd really recommend you jumping in here but with the trade the paper. Between you potentially having somebody monthly ongoing, yeah. and then also a sale to just a one-off. Yeah, maybe. Um, that, all that being said, that is a marketing gripe. Oh yeah, we're that <laughs> is a editorial gripe. Yeah, you hear that, Mark Rainbow, Miller. Rainbow Rowell is killing it. I yeah. love this book so much. Oh, I think we can agree that no matter how you start this book, you just need to start it. It's great because it's a wonderful book. This yeah. is this this is. If I had to bring my pull list down to five monthly books mm-hmm. this is going to be one of the five yeah it's so good yeah i'm glad that I'm, gl- I'm glad that you made us do this for this episode so that i could catch up yeah this, this is, is this so is such good. a good book i love it hey, um i want you to talk about something that i didn't read i'm going to talk about green arrow number seven uh i have the um santa variant santa and it's variant it's uh, basically a green arrow green lantern redo but it's Green Arrow and Santa. It's adorable. Wait, is that like the drug one? No, the drug one's my my junkie. My ward's a junkie. This is um he. This is a riff on the cover where Green Arrow is shooting the arrow and breaking the lantern that Green Lantern is holding. Oh, it's Santa's bag. Santa's sack. Yeah, we're gonna call it a sack. sack. Um, listen, y'all. Mm? I read issues one, two, and three of Green Arrow. I did not read four, five, and six. I thought they were great. This is even better. Oh, yeah? If, if you haven't read one through six of Green Arrow, this is literally a number one that you could... This feels more like a number one than Sensational She-Hulk one does. Yeah. This feels like he's finally home, because he's been gallivanting around in time no. and space, as one does, yeah. and he's finally home, and he's checking in with all of his loved ones and his friends, and being like, oh, wait a minute, the Justice League isn't around, guys? What's up? Hey, anyone? Anyone? So it's like him chatting with the entire Justice League, being like, what happened? I wasn't gone that long. This doesn't feel right. This is a excellent jumping on point for Green Arrow. Highly recommend this. The only problem is on the cover they do not they do not get me excited by letting me know that Carmine de Diaminico yeah. is actually the penciler on this. 
His name I, isn't on the cover, and he's this awesome. Is six issues in, and there's been like five pencilers on this book. Well, I know it's a, a lot of Azoxy. He, right? he did yeah. a bunch of it. Um, and then, yeah, this and has Trevor Hester, Hester scene. Phil Hester was yeah. like on and off oh, this right. book. Like, Maybe that's why I didn't read For a miniseries, it's got a shit ton of pencilers. Yeah. Um, so, uh, to relitigate the conversation we just had two minutes ago, wouldn't you have preferred this being a number one, like the second miniseries? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if you remember. Even though, even though chronologically, maybe it's better to understand that he's been shot around mm-hmm. timeline for six issues, but also that doesn't matter. Yeah. This would have been a great number one, mm-hmm. whereas She-Hulk should have kept its numbering. How dare um, you? And I remember... T- Telling somebody, I was like, hey, guys, just so you know, Green Arrow is going to be renumbering with a number one soon because I saw an ad for this issue. Mm-hmm. And the whoever did the lettering on it made the number seven look like a number one. So I thought it was going to be a number one. If everyone at Marvel is listening to this, because I know you are. Or DC. It, no, just at Marvel. Oh, Marvel? I'm, this okay. is a Marvel message. If to keep She-Hulk on the stands, it requires you to renumber it every <laughs> month. Make every issue number one. Do it. <laughs> I don't care. Use every adjective available <laughs> to, to put in front of She-Hulk. Yeah. I, every month I will pick up the scandalous She-Hulk. Number one. The super She-Hulk. Number one. The the amazing web, She-Hulk. Web, web, web of She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> She-Hulk boy. Superior um. She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, yeah. I will. Actually, She-Hulk boy yeah. is probably a, uh, too woke. Yeah, And for everyone sure. will freak out. But then uh. it'll be a sales spike. Let's go. This is, uh, yeah, She-Hulk is great. Anyway, so is Green Arrow. <laughs> this first issue, this seventh issue of Green Arrow is a great first issue. Highly recommend. No, I you got to crack read. myself up. Yeah, I, um, I, I read the first two or three issues of um, this series. And I didn't love it as much as you did, but I did find it charming. Yeah. So this was always in the back of my head of like, I'm going to pick up that trade someday. But you tell like, it was so popular that they extended the, the mini to a 12 issue. Um, so yeah, this is cool. I, that's why it probably feels like a number, a new number one. Because it, it was, was the end of a story. And a it was the end of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, it was only meant to be six. And if they did well, they could going. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Aces, what do you got? You tell me oh, about something I didn't read. I want to talk about something bitch. that is not accessible at all if you jumped on now. Great. And that's Dawn of DC. <laughs> all of it. Colon. The Penguin, number five, with uh, uh, written by Tom King. Uh, unknown writer. Never heard of him. No, yeah. Yeah, Tom King. Yeah. Uh, with art by Rafael De La Torre. Sure. Yeah. Rafael De La Torre. Um Fifth issue. So this is the end of the... I think this is the end of the first arc. This is an ongoing, isn't it? It's an ongoing. That's so weird. Now, it's an ongoing, but for all I know, it's really only going to be 12 issues. Like, that doesn't mean anything these days. True. But, um, so this is the end of the first arc, I believe, uh, if you count the backup stories that were in Chip Zdarsky's run that kind of got this going. Where The issue zero. Yeah, the issue zero. Um, This book is so interesting. Like the wire level of interesting oh. but in a a superhero laden gotham wow so the 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 pitch of the book is that um the penguin oswald cobblepot he gave up his everything faked his death uh was living as like got plastic surgery yeah. uh was living in bloodhaven uh running a floral shop yeah, he had like he a, had, a girlfriend had a, or a, a wife. A, a living girlfriend, yeah. uh, just an old man living a little old man life, right? Uh-huh. Um, someone from the FBI, CIA, a three-letter agency, finds him and puts tells him, to him work. Put, yeah, essentially puts him to work. Like, I, I want you to uh, reinsert yourself into the Gotham crime 
world and you're going to work for me, period. Uh, and the whole four issues after that has been him methodically building his team and his plan. The thing that makes this book really cool, and that's the wire aspect of it. It's like it's very detailed, very specific and very kind of like you're you're watching like a Machiavellian character kind mm -hmm. of put the pieces on the board. Yeah. Um, but the perspective of the book shifts from scene to scene. The text boxes, the narration yeah. is whatever characters in front of you oh. and it shifts from scene to scene. So you're reading a story from the perspective of like his hired help and then the very next scene is is what's going on in his head. Like it it keeps jumping back and forth and you're getting slowly almost like little dots that will become a picture. You're getting pieces of the story from yeah. other perspectives in real time and it's just wild. That's cool. It's a it's a challenging read, but it's an incredibly rewarding read. Awesome. I love this book. I re I read issue 1 and I was in. I was very excited. It just gets better and better and and it's it's bringing up Tom King is um I mean we all know we we we're a fan of him here. So yeah. that's irrelevant. But he is an old school comic book fan mm -hmm. and he loves grabbing little things from the past or even from his own other books to just like play with them in different ways. So what was it? 2 years ago he had that Batman Killing Time miniseries. Yeah, I never finished that. Shit. It was great. This pulls like three oh, characters from that. This is a direct sequel, right? Didn't we discuss this it's with issue one? We were like, this is a sequel to Killing Time. It's an indirect sequel. Yeah. It's got some characters that hold over from it. Okay. Um, because this takes place like 15 years after that one took place. Because that book was right, like the beginning true. of Batman's that's career. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this, I cannot, I, I, this book should, when it comes out in trade, I think the collection is going to come out like in the next couple of months. Mm. I will, I will probably push this on a lot of people. Just yeah. crime noir, Batman side stuff, especially with the new Penguin show coming out. Oh, this is awesome. Right, I forgot this is about a great that. ass book. I'm very happy with this book. Super fresh. All right. We did it. We did a little, something. A little late. We did something. A little late. It was supposed to be this morning. Sorry, guys. Uh, hopefully, we'll get it out today, Wednesday. If not, it'll be Thursday. Yeah, and you'll just uh, listen to it then. It'll be great. Let's do it tomorrow morning. It'll be great. Oh, okay, it. we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Never mind. Well, no, I mean, like, if you, if you wake up tomorrow and you're like, oh, it's in there. There listen is. to it. Yeah. Uh, Good thing right. I'm picking up my books on Thursday. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us. And we'll, we'll talk, talk to you later. later. Do, do, do. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs>